Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Akorja, welcome to the Creep Dive. The Eve, August Fashagaji on Keep Creep Dive. Buikas Ladia. Um, on Will Shivs, <laughs> right? Well, on Will Shivs. Kane on Creep uh, Nashaktana. The Creeps of the Week. Well, um, there's many. Oh, so many. Let me get my. <laughs> well, we're down one Creep of the Week. Who's that? The Queen. Oh, God, love her. Ah. Uh, now, it's I been... don't know. I'm not into this whole. Oh, actually, wasn't she grand? Wasn't she grand altogether? No, what? was she that bad? Yes, I actually am going so? out on a limb, and I think that the monarchy is a scourge. And I, but my condolences to all who don't believe that and are hurting. Do you see how I, write, so I pulled a Yeah, yeah, you I did. saw a cast turn. No, no, I'm agreeing with you. The monarchy are a scourge. They're awful. <laughs> I'm no. learning a lot on TikTok about the bad things they've done in their time. Uh, Jedward on Twitter have been absolutely lighting the world on fire. They're receiving death threats and uh, they've really upset a number of people. Insulting people all over the place. I'll just give you a little flavour of what they've been at. Tweet from today. <laughs> uh, bear with. They've tweeted a lot. Why are food banks being closed? They question. The homeless and vulnerable families shouldn't suffer at the Royal Family at 10 Dining Street. That was interesting because all the food banks are closed. Funerals yes. are being postponed. Mm. Operations, I don't know, loads of things that are seen really necessary Wait. are being postponed. And didn't the new King Charles serve his staff the King Charles puppy yeah he served his staff with their redundancies at the part of the funeral proceedings it's been an absolute calamity of errors the worst in my honest opinion is Centre Parks who are have just closed Centre Parks for two with days with people in them with people in them people were like uh, we're here so no one can check out well that's it they were like no no you absolutely can leave if you're here on the day you can leave you will be allowed to leave but there's nothing that will be going on what uh, are they that's thinking that's bad form isn't it well I don't know whether they were trying to just make some sort of public statement but then ruin everyone's holiday it makes no sense yeah everything is weird about it like, yes, and they've stopped all the matches, right? And apparently at the matches, they did a load of food bank collections at the big football matches. Yeah. So like none of that shit's going through. Desperate. And all of the people who are gigging at those matches. I remember my pal Eleanor used to do the matches in what was Lansdowne Road. And she'd be there serving pints and, you know, there'd yeah. be loads of kind of temporary staff on. Like absolutely nothing for them. No, it's desperate. Like they can't just shut down the country for two days when it's the people who suffer are the gig workers and the 
casual workers and the paid by hour workers who won't be getting their what? dosh. And what's the thinking behind it? That the, the whole country should be in mourning? For the and queen. that's the yeah. end of it? It's 10 days of mourning or something. Um, it's absolutely bizarre. Centre Parks now tell guests they cannot go outside of lodges on the day of the Queen's funeral. It's absolutely weird and bizarre, but, you know, whatever gets you through. Even weirder is the little videos that are cropping up with King Charles. Did you see any of them? So he was trying to sign something. And like, he must know he's being videoed, but he snarls oh, at the, a person who's the, with working the, with beside the pens. him. Yeah. Yeah. Who's, he's, he's trying to sign something. There's something in front, like a little collection of pens or maybe, and it's not been moved. It's annoying him. But he doesn't move it himself. He like gr- gr- growls at yeah. the person standing next to him. And he's got massive fingers and nobody's saying anything about that. <laughs> Do you, are they crazy? Do you think they're, they're big because they're full of looting from all no he's got gout yeah so he's what he's gonna last another fortnight and poor old then williams in to take the hit and it's also prince andrew right who's now looking after the corgis, corgis yeah <laughs> some of them corgis are only <laughs> little like sorry, sorry. <laughs> breaking you know wind right? over. i'm having a lot of trouble over here but i am fine i'm fine so yes creep of the week is the whole of britain for behaving in a mental way. Rightly so. Uh, there is another fella, an elected public official in LA, no, Las Vegas, has been arrested on suspicion of stabbing to death a veteran newspaper reporter who was investigating him. So Democrat Robert Telly's Clark County's public administrator was taken into custody by a police SWAT team after investigators served a search warrant and confiscated vehicles. The 45-year-old had been the focus of Jeff German, a Las Vegas Review Journal reporter who wrote about complaints of administrative bullying, favoritism, and Telly's relationship with an aide in the county office. So he did what anyone would do and killed him. Stabbed him to death. Whoa, that's a good turn. Now, what is wrong with everybody? Bizarre. Well, it is obviously Mercury in retrograde season, as per usual. When is it not, is what I want to know. Three times a year. When are we coming out of this one? What does it mean, guys? It means it impacts contracts. It's also a weird one because we're having a lot of full moons lately. Does everyone Don't around the world have full moons? Yeah, we've had like three <laughs> in one month. Yeah. So. So it's a world of creep strangeness. I don't know. It's kind of set everyone off into a frenzy. It's uh, there's something in the air. Everyone feels really weird, and things feel fraught, and everyone's a little bit tense, and it's just tetchy. It's tetchy out there. Yeah, yeah. It's just Tetchville. Um, the yeah, there was three protests on Kildare Street today. What about? Uh, like just one lot of them were kind of head melters. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, one lot. The other two lots had points. What was, was it? Was it the Queen? No, no, nobody. Uh, nobody was um, talking about Queenie at all. What were the? What was the ones with points given out about? Uh, oh, just like healthcare. Oh, I see. And uh, not Homes. paying academics enough. Lots of stuff like that. Just everyone giving out. I tell you, who isn't giving out? Ukrainian zoo. Big news there uh, because a chimpanzee escaped and a 13-year-old chimp from Kharkiv Zoo in Ukraine went on a bit of a stroll. Love it for him. Uh, And she took off and she was gone for a few hours. She was kept kind of traced by the zookeepers and it began to rain a little. And her zoo handler had a yellow chimpanzee-sized raincoat. Excellent. Like and at the ready to put on her. At the ready. And she was kind of guided back into the raincoat and <laughs> took her on a bicycle and <laughs> brought the chimpanzee home to the zoo. It was a lovely little video. Little lovely moment. Uh, here, the handler told NBC News, chimpanzees are highly intellectual creatures. Mm-hmm. It wasn't difficult for her to break the fence and just leave, said Victoria. Uh, after I heard she left, I followed her to the square and just started talking to her. Grand. And in the video, you can see her. The zookeeper sits down beside Chi Chi near the park and uh, tries to kind of reason with her. Mm. And it was only then the rain that annoyed her. And she's she was like, I'm going to need my raincoat. And your one said, well, while you're putting that on, Come hop on, on this bike and I'll wheel you back in. Lovely. So she did. 
So, you know, it's not all bad news. I love animals on bikes, in bikes, on baskets, on bikes. People cycling with animals on their heads. It just never fails. Today, I met a woman who used to own a pet shop. Oh, no way. Right. And I could only ask her a few questions because I could feel she was, I was freaking her out a bit because I was showing really a lot of interest. You were pretty intense when you get on one. So I was like, okay, well, first of all, what's your favorite animal? Mm-hmm. And she was good, like, good opening question. Good opening, soft opening. And she said, ferrets. And oh. I said, fascinating. Would you class them as rodents? And she's like, yeah, I would. I used to breed them. And I said, tell me, tell me more. What would you give a baby ferret? And she said, there's lambing milk you can buy. And I was like, um, could a human drink that milk? And she said, yeah, probably, but I don't Please think it'd don't. be nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she used to feed them in small pipettes and she used to carry them in her coat pockets around Tesco, the I baby ferrets. A and I said, how much would one of them go for? And she said, a hundred quid a pop. So and now you like, that's how you've ended up with two ferrets. And <laughs> but she said they used to kind of, they're lovely and uh, friendly and loving creatures and pretty smart. Like rats are pretty smart too. And then they'd kind of live inside her, her the sleeves of her jumper. And Lovely. they love to be cozied up in her bra. Ah, oh, isn't that in gorgeous? Yeah. And then I said, do you ever have to borrow anyone from your pet shop? From your bra. And she was like, yes, several people. She was like, some people who were buying too many of one animal. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, would they be buying tons and tons of like... Hamsters. Yeah, that's what I said. Hmm. And she was like, yeah. Or like budgies and stuff. And I was like, and what the fuck would they be at? She was like, some of them might be reselling them. And I was like, or are they feeding them to snakes? <gasps> And she didn't answer. Oh, selling videos of it online. Or yeah. stuffing them up their bums in Perspex um, pipes. Did and you ever see that? Subscription. Yeah. Um, I was in a pet shop today. How did this earlier on. Yes. Great. This is, a, this is a great pet shop in Crumlin called Mutts and Nuts. And it's <laughs> exciting <laughs> Mutts because. Mutts Nuts. Mutts and nuts. Inside nuts. Mutts apostrophe and apostrophe nuts. Mutts and nuts. Did they sell also a series of refillable nuts? Like what? They the sell f- their own brand food, which is really Human high food. quality. No, dog food. I see. Which is really good, high quality food. Yeah. Top tip. Yeah. It's a great little shop. They have a little loyalty scheme. But on the counter, they have this very sassy parrot called Rocky. <laughs> okay. And the last What kind time, of parrot? A green one. <laughs> what are they? Uh, they're just parrots. Yeah, like a green and like a blue blue tail. And, yes. You know, really like a parrot. A kid would be very excited because it's a real parrot. 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 Yeah. And Rocky is uh, is really interested in the ladies. And the last time I was in there, Rocky popped up on my arm and we were having a little chat and that was great. And I Did was it like, let Rocky you touch it? Friends. I've never tried to touch his head. I just, you know, it's not it just, all birds like that. Yeah. But it, like, it, he's got it the grabbed. big yeah, arms talons. and he walks around, whatever. And the last time I was in there, Rocky was, we were getting on great buddies. And today, walked in and Rocky was like, here's that girl that I like, jumped onto my head and sat on my head for a really long time. And what was the reaction Ugh. of everybody there? I was like, what is this? This, And then he did this thing where he put his head down on <gasps> my forehead Ooh. and it was really cute. And they were like, don't get carried away. When he gets too excited, he his regurgitates. Yeah. He regurgitates. He regurgitates on top. But it's his, it's his like... <laughs> his mating. It's a move. Uh, yeah. And is that in order like he might like accidentally spit up a bit on your tits he and just, then would have to kind of brush it off yeah, with his wings? Yeah, he starts to get a little like, he starts to get a little too close. And I try to keep putting him back down on his perch, try to give him to Lydia and he just kept coming back to my head. And they were like, he's got something on you. And then they said, he probably thinks your hair is a nest. Rude. I thought it was so rude. Rude. Yeah. Considering your new hairdo and you're probably a bit conscious that everyone I'm knows it's like it's, it's a big change. It's a big, and then this ra- <laughs> this parrot comes and makes an absolute fool out of you. Yeah. Another quick one on pet shops. I was in one yesterday. Why? So the Bloomfields one in Dunleary, right? But you don't have any pets. No, I know, but I was, I was bringing the kids to the cinema and we had to kill 15 minutes. And yeah, there's okay. this pet shop there and you go in and you, you know, you try not to tip the glass. But it's kind of low key. It's got rabbits in the front it's got loads of toys for animals. It's got a section in the middle I'll tell you about in a minute. But then at the side right hand corner, it's the fish and amphibious animals. Yeah. Do you know what they have? 18 oxalotls in one tank. No. So I pressed my face up again, tried to get the chill. I could, the disinterest in my children. Your child so in the pet shop. amazing. Yeah. Anyway, I was telling them all about it. No one was listening. And, you know, how amazing they are. Yeah. Native only to Mexico City. Mm-hmm. Find nowhere else in the world wide other than there. 
And you didn't and get they're one. part of the salamander family. No, um, no, I didn't. But I looked at them loads. And then the man who was working there, this young guy who was obviously just bored, uh, started telling me I was scaring the kids then with the f- chicken feet and the pig's ears. Mm. And I was like, get a load of this, kids. And he was like, I'll tell you a story. What happened the other day? And I was like, go on. And he said, so I'm closing up. And there's two entrances to this pet shop. There's one yeah. out of the Bloomfield Centre and there's one on the road. Right. And he said, I'm lowering the shutters on the road entrance because I'm closed. And I get a big bang on the door and I see feet of like four men. (gasps) And he was like, what is this? So he brings up the shutter a bit and it's four what he described as Russian men. And they're like, hey, do you sell those chicken feet? And he was like, I do. Satanic cult. Why do you say that? Because they're offering the chicken feet up to a god or something. I would have said, get a stew on. Well, that's interesting. Well, well, then he says, I want the, what your mom was like, why do you want that? He's like, right. give me art all student. the bags it's you have. Okay, so they had a pub, Soph. Ah. And they were you, eating them as snacks. But I was like, they're not the fucking ones you eat. No, surely. they're dehydrated exactly. to an inch of their lives. They've been mm, way crispy. too crunchy. No, no, they're like dried, dehydrated. Yes, they're not. They're not. They, they turn them no into meat. rubber for the dogs to chew on them. Yeah. I, ah. Anyway, he bought the whole fucking. He bought five or six big bags, maybe forty pairs of chicken feet in them. What? Where is this pub so I can not go there? I did not get the further information, sure but we had a whole conversation first. about like we know that you can get a stewed chicken foot and fried chicken foot, but presuming they're like fresh feet going into that, mm. not the dehydrated kind of cured variety, because they had they're the same. Do you remember the pig's ears? Yeah. Uh, so they're the same feeling of them. Real rock hard. Nails Ooh. on and on. I'm so distracted because Cassie is just looking at pictures of the most adorable fish oxalotle. of all time. This what is kind of the fish oxalotle. is it? Oh, oh it's, it's the, the oxalotle. oxalotle. They're so delightful, aren't they? Um, they're just so cute. Who, I can't what? believe you walked out and didn't bring one home. Well, it reminded me of the time I told everyone I had one, but I didn't. I had an African bullfrog. Or an African Black, what are they called? Do you remember him? The jumping frog that lived and then we called him Superhand because he only had one hand. Yes, And of eventually course. he jumped out of his pond and died on the floor of, a, uh, of your home. house. Of your home, yes. Yeah. Um, Dehydrated. What does everyone have today? Oh. What Five do you mean? Why are you trying to cut us off? I'm not. Well, I just wonderful. Wanna, I, you know that immortal iTunes review about us losing our way <laughs> is never far from my mind. I love, that's my favourite one because it criticises both Jen and the youngest one and we've never, <laughs> never gotten to the bottom of whether it was for Jen and they assumed Jen was young or whether it was for me and they assumed my name was Jen. <laughs> Look, just go with it. Okay, so I have um, Maritime Mayhem. Awesome! And I also have, guess what Jen? Guess what I have? Spill. I have a couple of animals. Yes. Oh, up my sleeve. I have something that's animal but adjacent. But there is a lot of animal death in my one. That's fine. Oh. But not the kind of animal death you care about. Okay. Yeah. Goats. <laughs> goats. <laughs> no, don't um, mind goats. Rabbits and mice. So grand, really. Is it science experimenty? Yes. Uh, yes. yes. Those poor rabbits and mice. Um, I have a bonkers doctor... Or I have one that's kind of, I mean, this is actually, uh, it's really horrendous. It's a case that's going on at the moment. Um, It's pretty gruesome. It's a woman perpetrator. And it's interesting because this case is the exact same story as to why the last woman in the US was executed. Ooh, fascinating. Mm. Oh, I want that. Okay, let's... uh, Let's kind of wait. I want the maritime. Well, Jen, you haven't said what you have. I have a plethora of things. I have another animal death. Then I had a whole big piece on a little thing called a die book. A oh. die book. Yes, I'm All going right. to stick to that pronunciation. All right. And it is an animal. No. Ah, it's a haunted object. Oh, Ooh, love it. Can we do that? No, we keep that for the high. Keep it. Yeah, let me. That might require a little bit more because there was a twist in it. And I didn't see it coming. Okay, and it threw me off. Let's do that in the high. Okay, why Grant. don't we do? I'll do my animals and your gory one. Yeah, yeah. kind of want that. Is that no? Cool? It's really gory. Oh yeah, no, I want that. 
But without being gleeful about we're not anyone's gonna be, demise. We're not going to be glib. This is a tough story, but I just found, I think it's interesting because of that connection to the last woman who was executed in the US, which was only in 2000 and 2021. Um, okay. So... The story that is going on at the moment is one of those tales where things get completely and utterly and horrendously out of hand, oh, out of control. Like right. the, in the, on the crime side of things or the actual on trial? On the crime. So it's okay. So it's, one of those ones that's highly relatable. It starts off as something that we've covered before with a woman pretending she's pregnant. Okay. The classic. The okay. classic con. Let's go. To keep a man. Um, so this is the story of a woman called Taylor Parker and another woman called Regan Simmons, right? They had, they met on the internet and became real life friends because Taylor Parker um, took Regan's engagement photos in 2019. And then a few months later, she was the photographer at her wedding. Um. They quickly became friends. They often shared their stories. They realized they were both pregnant at the same time and they were communicating on over the internet together, keeping up with each other's pregnancies. And what um, kind of time frame are we in? So we're in 2019. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, so 2019 is when they meet in real life for the first time when Taylor's taking Regan's engagement photos, right? Um, they had a lot in common. So both grew up in tiny Texas towns, Taylor in Sims and Regan in New Boston. They were both in their 20s. Taylor's 28, Regan is 22. Both were pregnant, excited about their births of their respective daughters. Except Taylor was wasn't shot, actually pregnant. Light, a bit light on daughter. Light on the daughter. Now, Taylor did have already other children which we'll get to later on right but she actually had zero chance of being pregnant she'd had her tubes tied and a hysterectomy wow. um, and it was information that she did not actually share with her boyfriend Wade Griffin so in February 2020 Taylor announced that she was pregnant Wade delighted right and so this big elaborate charade began Taylor was wearing maternity clothes She and she was posting online about her pregnancy chronicling the baby's development and her difficult pregnancy. So in like one post, she said, give me, ma'am gave me two IV doses of blood thinner because um, she was talking about having like quite a difficult pregnancy. She's saying that she's going for scans to see if there was um, a blood clot. Uh, they were saying she's under, she's saying that the health nurse was monitoring her um, and seeing where things going to improve with blood thinners, right? So she's gone into like quite, significant detail about a difficult pregnancy in on sort of like her Facebook pages and Instagram posts and all that kind of stuff. Like she was really milking this pregnancy and the attention that it was bringing her. So she uploaded a picture of a sonogram with a with a close up of the baby's face through a gender reveal party, proudly announcing the chosen name for her soon to be daughter. Do you know what they did in the gender reveal party? I don't know, but we should actually go back and revisit because a couple of member maybe a year and a half, two years ago, we did um, yeah. gender party deaths. Yeah. <laughs> gender Do you party remember the alligator party? one? Yeah. Or no, like, just like, I just remember the forest fire. The forest one. fire <laughs> that killed, like that ruined loads what of people. the alligator one? Do you remember the alligator one was like, the alligator was supposed to like chew a balloon oh. that would then explode <laughs> either pink or blue. Don't think anyone died, but like the alligator was not playing ball. Oh. Yeah. And like, wow, when they get on land, they are both so cumbersome and yet such violence killing machines. Yeah. Okay, so did she was she planning to call her child Reagan after her new internet friend? No, she was planning to call her child Clancy, which is worse. No, no shade to Clancy. Clancy. That is like listening. a 1930s man. Yeah. Clancy baby. Clancy Gale. Um she announced the due date of October 9th, right? Haunted date. Wade had no reason to doubt any of it. He told, um, yeah. you know, he, he said that she had the perfect baby bump. He'd be um, shooting inside for ages. Yeah. And he said that some people what had about, initially though, expressed. in the Laba at night? I don't know. When the Schettamania tour. Um, and the bump is nowhere to be found. Yeah. She must have worn it the entire. Men can be easy to fool. True. That's it. Um, 
even though some people had initially expressed their doubt that Taylor was pregnant, um, he he himself, Wade, was like, no, we're not, you know. Um, so Wade had actually commented on Facebook of people not believing Taylor's pregnancy. Uh, he said, like, in, in response to one friend who was supportive, he said things like, I'm glad you're willing to make something for us. Everyone else thinks we are faking a whole damn pregnancy what? with the little ones not even here yet. Some people I once call friends are going to look so stupid in the weeks to come. Smiley Why face. Why on earth were people suspicious Well, already? good question. I guess maybe some people in her in her circles might have been aware that she'd had a hysterectomy. Oh, of course. Maybe. Yeah. Or people were just dubious of what was a part, like what was a fake and baby. Did she bump. sort of have form for this kind of carry on? Um, so a couple of people from her past who I don't think she was still friendly with in subsequent interviews said that she was a prolific liar. Okay. Um, Fantasist. So in October, on October 8th, 2020, the day before Taylor is apparently due to have a baby, she goes to meet Reagan in a Starbucks and gifts. So Reagan is seven and a half months pregnant and she gives her a gift for the baby. Right. The next day. Reagan's mother finds her daughter lying face down on the ground, what? blood everywhere on the floor, furniture, appliances all over the house. She had been 34 weeks pregnant. She was stabbed and the baby was lifted out of her stomach. Oh, my God. Yeah. So according to body camera footage from police, um, she had a very large cut across the abdomen um, and they were very quickly able to tell that there was no baby left in her tummy and she was obviously dead. Oh, my God. Yeah. Horrendous. Okay, so... do you know what? This is like not even the first case of that. Yes. No, this that I've is the, heard of. This is the other one. This is Lisa Montgomery did this as well back in 2014. And that's why she was executed in 2021. <gasps> now, in the gone. other case, in the Lisa Montgomery case, the baby survived. But this case, oh, in this case. What? Okay, so well. approximately an hour before um, Reagan's body was found, a Texas state trooper had pulled over Taylor's car. Um, not far from the Oklahoma border. She was attempting to perform CPR on a newborn baby girl who was lying oh in her lap. My, the oh infant's umbilical cord was coming from part from Taylor's trousers. Oh and she told God. the she told the trooper that she had just given birth and her baby wasn't breathing. The trooper tried to revi- revive the infant. When unsuccessful, he called for an ambulance, which took Taylor and the baby to McCurtain Memorial Hospital in Oklahoma. The baby's the baby didn't survive. Doctors quickly determined that she was not the mother and it was clear that she had not given birth. Obviously. This is fucking horrendous. horrendous. Wow. Um, and it was like... <sighs> Presumably at that stage, she's covered in blood from, from the killing. Yeah. This tiny little baby. Little, like only born at, at, at 34 weeks. Oh, so absolutely, like obviously would have needed a lot of care anyway. Um, so, I mean, not to be all like, why didn't she wait and then do the crazy? Because, because it's her due like date. I know, it was I know. Her it's her date. due date. Okay, okay, okay. But also, like, I am not critiquing this, this act of storm. Yeah, but it is, okay. Yeah. And it's also wild because, like, Lisa Montgomery was only executed in 2021, right? And so... They were friends um, during or they were she was expecting in February 2020. So I guess there might have been a lot of upcoming coverage as her proposed execution, although her execution happened in like a spree of Trump executions, like more executions than have ever happened in the States happened in this like really small period of time on Trump's orders. Good God. Yeah. So um but maybe there was news coverage. Maybe the story was in her mind. And like the fact that the baby survived in the Lisa Montgomery case, your one Taylor was probably like, I'm willing to kill Reagan. And I'll get my baby out of it. Because in the other case, Lisa Montgomery got away with the baby for like two days until a day or two until and it was discovered. What happened with the Lisa Montgomery case? Whose baby was that? 
Um, a friend of hers as well, very similar. And a similar God. situation where she was spoofing a pregnancy. Faking her pregnancy oh, the whole time. Oh, lads. Um, so luckily, once responding officers at the murder scene called in the murder, the Texas State Trooper was like, oh, I just pulled over a woman that was is in a hospital um, at McCurtain Memorial Hospital in Oklahoma. So immediately Parker or Taylor was caught and confessed. She admitted to lying to her boyfriend about being pregnant and keeping up the pretense for months. She lied about some of the most damning details. For instance, she said that she barely knew Regan. She reportedly told officers that she only knew the deceased pregnant woman by her first name and thought they were the same age. She initially described the murder as the two of them getting into a fight, but on oh, further gosh. questioning, she confessed to the murder and kidnapping. Medical evidence suggests that Reagan was stabbed and strangled. Oh my God. Um, yeah. So And nothing could be more premeditated. Completely premeditated, right? So from day one of Regan telling her she was pregnant, Ooh. the plan began. It's yeah. Off, isn't it? Yeah. I'd Chaos. say she met her very early on in her pregnancy or like, okay, so she was due in October 2020. She no, so she had met her before she faked the pregnancy, but she was like friendly with her because she was her photographer at her wedding. Mm. So she must have known maybe that they would be like trying for a baby, or I'd say Reagan let it slip to her that she was pregnant, and then Taylor hatched this whole big plan to also be pregnant, right? So I guess it's like you would assume that this c- would come from her like long unfulfilled desire for a baby, mm. but um, the interesting thing is that she already had two children one by a former husband and another by a former boyfriend and court records show that Taylor who gave birth to a son in 2013 that lived with his father had stopped paying child support she owed over $7,000 in child support failed to make a single child support payment following their divorce in 2018 and and that she had the the other daughter she had didn't live with her either. And she was very like estranged from her kids. She just didn't wasn't interested in them. So the whole, I suppose, impetus for this crime was that she just wanted to have a child with Wade Griffin. But he was not particularly putting pressure on her to have a child either. She it just seems like it was one of these situations where she, she was desperately me. trying to hang on to him. And in her mind, a baby would be the best way God, this to do it. Cursed. Yeah, so people who knew Taylor for years described her as manipulative, attention-seeking and a prolific liar. In a report, they did two, um, two separate interviews with people from her past pulled up like very... They hadn't spoken to each other and the two people who were interviewed weren't friends, but they said very similar things about her kind of like being a, a you know, a constant prolific liar and just always looking for attention and sympathy Um, they yeah just that she constantly even in her teens went way above and beyond in terms of um, in terms of lying and making up stories and um, bragging about sex with non-existent boyfriends claiming to have serious physical illnesses like cancer and multiple cirrhosis asking girls for nude pictures of themselves that she could use to catfish online connections uh, she had in, in her- Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. 
her teenage years had stories including fake pregnancies and took a picture of a pregnant classmate cropping off her head and pretended her it was her sending <gasps> it to a guy she liked. So that was um, poor Photoshop skills in that one. But just chopped off the head. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently he'd been going all the way back to elementary school. So Taylor instead of, and when confronted about her lies, Taylor would often double down rather than just to, uh, to, to, confess about her things um so yeah that that case is ongoing at the moment and um it's just it really eerie because it it obviously echoes that lisa montgomery case now the lisa montgomery case is an interesting one so it happened in um sorry in 2004 not 2014 she again had befriended a woman in this online forum that was all about dog breeding and she actually kind of catfished her going to our house pretending to be someone who was um, interested in purchasing a dog and arrived, murdered her by strangulation um, and then cut the unborn child from her room, fle- womb, fled the scene. And um, did that woman die? That that woman, that mother died. Yeah, that mother died. She was discovered an hour after. I mean, I don't think oh, you can you can Christ. survive an at home cesarean and it not bleed out like. Um, I don't know why I'm convinced that there is one of these cases where the mother did survive. I'm sure they're probably. But maybe it was that she managed to fend her off whoever the attacker was. I don't Sorry, I'm having like a vague memory mm. of one where the mother survived. It, there is something like in the back of my head. I'm thinking, I feel like we did do one where a baby was stolen like this and the mother survived. I don't know if we did it or just discussed, discussed it. Um, so actually in that case, it was the following day that Montgomery was discovered at her farmhouse in Kansas and um, a witness would later report that on the morning before her arrest, Montgomery took the infant, her husband and two teenage sons to a restaurant for breakfast. That baby is too young to be at a restaurant. Um, police had initially gone to Montgomery's home after tracing online communications to her IP address, hoping to interview her as a witness. When they arrived, they found a car matching the description of the one at the crime scene and they entered the home. They found Montgomery inside holding the infant and watching television. Oh Montgomery gosh. was arrested an hour later and her story fell apart and she confessed. Fuck the kidnapped new- newborn, who she claimed as her own, was recovered and placed in the custody of the baby's father. So at least, oh, at least geez. in that, that case. Is- Chaotically the baby. D- Let me see if I can event. find that one about the. Um... Well, this one's mad. So it's ha- mad that you chose this story, right? Because I pi- I um, took a picture of one of our faves, not Chat Magazine, not That's Life, uh, but Love It. Love It. So this is a magazine called Love It, uh, claims to be unmissable. And the top story of the. August issue of 2022. My best friend tried to steal my unborn baby. And then they have like a little, uh, you know, kind of badge text. She planned to cut me open. Right. Yeah. Um, Picture of, I think, the best friend rather than the mom. I think that's the that's got big best friend energy, as in big best friend who was planning to steal my baby. Yes. But yeah, other things that featured in Love It. My hubby was a pedo, so I shot him. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sexy hunk blew me out for my mother. Mm. I don't even understand that one. I'd love a blowout from a sexy hunk. Uh, just groped <laughs> by fake Uber driver. Wow. Love it. <laughs> I fucking should have bought that one. I took a picture of it to send to you guys and then I was like, no, I'll treat them to a Next podcast. time. Next time. Okay, so sorry, Cass. Um, sorry. Just horrendous. Um, so there is, there, this fetal abduction is is prolific. And in, sorry, it's interesting because in this case that is currently going to trial, they are, the judge is pushing for um, the death penalty of your one Taylor um, Taylor so uh, I mean obviously there's, there's two two deaths on her hands so I don't know however God. people feel about the death penalty but it's just it's a, a horrendous fucking crime but just to 
looking at the son who also features a story about fetal abduction um this is the story of Ellie Wilkins who was he was attacked and her baby was when she was seven months she was attacked by a crazed knifed woman who ripped her unborn child from her belly this is the son's words absolutely horrendous but their headline is I forgive her mum reveals how she forgave womb raging attacker oh my god <laughs> sensitive isn't that, that I mean I just, feel like that's the kind of thing I would suggest and the editor would be like no, no absolutely not that seems catastrophizing um, God. But yeah. That is some of the worst shit I've ever heard. Yeah, I told you it was grim, but my it's on at the God. moment and I couldn't. It was like actually sent into my inbox in some like newsletter that I'm. It was like, you And I saw. No, like, you know the way you just get like news highlights from different websites? And I was looking into it. God. And it. then got onto this Lisa Montgomery case and then was like, oh, the death pen. You know, when you're like, um, so part of part of the Lisa Montgomery stuff was all widely covered in 2021 and there's lots of like think pieces on it because the, the, the like I was saying there, there was 13 federal executions in that period of time in 2021, which in, in just six months, right? And it was more than three times as many people who had been executed in the previous 60 years. Whoa. Uh, and like it ended a 17 year hiatus of the federal death penalty Fucking because hell. obviously it's ex it exists in many states, but like I think protesters and um, they reserve it advocates for the have really exactly. done a lot to sort of call it and yeah. not actually have it there and did the defense mind any kind of like uh, mental illness kind of uh in the lisa montgomery argument? case advocates against the death penalty not there was nobody i think pro lisa pro lisa but they were saying you know maybe she should spend her life institutionalized or whatever um there are a lot of long reads about her own abuse and her own childhood and her own trauma and calling for kind of mental illness support that she was suffering from something um that she had potentially a, a you know a traumatic brain injury from years of physical abuse but in the i mean it'll be interesting now because the 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 taylor case is ongoing at the moment what the defense will be and whether people will advocate for mental illness but it's so premeditated mm. the fact that it you know it was going on for nine months of premeditation even longer because she selected someone faked her pregnancy for a full nine months wrote about it online and I know that like a psychosis can go on for a really prolonged period of time but it feels like it is just criminal Behavior. Behavior. I don't know. <sighs> so dark. Very dark. Don't know Very why I brought dark. that to your door. Thank you. Thank you, though, Cassie. And are you going to lift? Is Please thank you raise the right us up. I will. I raise us up. Funnily enough, it's in the same kind of vein. Well, same sort of. Yeah, yeah. It's weird the way we both brought womb raider stories. Interesting. Different people doing the womb raiding this time. Doctors and scientists. Excellent. Okay, so um, what, uh, do you know anything about the early pregnancy tests? Someone would I stick do. a finger up and say there's a baby up there? They go, they lick the finger and hold it up there. And, and then, then the baby would grab it. With the, yeah. <laughs> or you like, see which, baby. where the wind was hitting. That's yeah. how you yeah. told both the direction of the wind and presence of a baby I the do baby know would blow on your finger about nuns urine and pregnancies okay so that's kind of like uh old wives tale side of things uh let me just get it up here because this is pretty interesting so this is about nuns urine and ivf so it took about 10 nuns 10 days right to produce enough urine for this one treatment. So while the urine of any postmenopausal woman would work. So nuns provided uh, 
it was the, hang on a second, let me get this right. It's a fertility drug made with nuns' piss. So it's hormones from the urine of menopausal Italian nuns uh, were injected into British cows in a, in the controversial practice aimed at breeding genetically superior cattle. But uh, historically, it had been used to help with fertility with human beings too. The urine of these menopausal women is rich in this hormone, uh, gonotrophin. I think I'm saying that right. Go, gonadotrophin, uh, which stimulates ovaries to produce eggs. And I think still, well, that particular hormone is probably gotten through different methods. They still do use it to kind of stimulate, you know, the egg production for the old IVF. Very good. Yes. Now, this is slightly different <laughs> in that it's pregnancy testing. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes. So it's kind of a funny one because you don't think, I suppose, that, well, like, you know, the way if you're pregnant, it's going to come up eventually of its own accord True. anyway. Stopping of so the periods, etc. actual pregnancy testing is relatively young. Yes. In mm-hmm. terms of practice. So the first reliable pregnancy test was created by in 1927. So we're coming up on the That's 100 really years young. of being able to find out for definite if you're pregnant before your missed period or first missed period. Wouldn't it? Well, like that's quite early testing. These no, no, days but... you'd test like on your f- first week of missed period. Well, exactly. Whatever. But even like otherwise back in the day, they wouldn't have known for definite Maybe for months. If you were irregular. Like, I don't think this test is like so, it's not like the fucking digital first, (laughs) what's it called again? First look or. Clear blue. Yeah, clear blue where it says pregnant, not pregnant, whatever. No, this is like just, they had, you know, tried to sort of develop some kind of, um, some kind of, I was about to say satanic, satanic. Through satanic means, they mm. were trying to find out if they could predict it or, you know, test for it. Um, and uh, like, I don't think they would have been able to test for f- five weeks. No. Now, who knows, though? Who knows? But basically, so there's a lot of, um, you know, uh, different types of pregnancy tests that are kind of like folk stories, like pissing on different things. Yeah. All right. All seem to be kind of like, the common denominator of like, women pissing on actual sticks, not just pregnancy sticks. And so in 1927, two German scientists, um, Zondek and Aschheim, uh, created their A to Z test, right? Which involved injecting human urine into immature female mice for a few days, right? Just for a few days. So they'd rather... They'd inject the mice. Yeah. And if it's yellow, let it mellow. So they'd let it mellow in the mouse for okay. a couple of days. And they were young mice. That was the crucial thing. They'd okay. Be like not adult mice. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they weren't walking upright yet with a monocle and a stick. They were the baby mice. And uh, then a couple of days later, and this is where I suppose the test uh, kind of fell down a little bit in terms of convenience, say. Mm-hmm. They'd have to just chop that mouse right open and dissect uh, its ovaries and check if the ovaries had grown at all. Because they discovered basically that the hormone that rises in the piss of pregnant women, HGC, I think is what yeah, it's sorry. called. Yes. Uh, which stands for some words. Yeah. Um, not, it's not HPV. You know that. <laughs> uh, so... Basically, the hormone that is in the pregnant in the piss of pregnant women. So it's that gondotrophin again. So Gond- human chloronic. It's that gondotrophin thing that's in the nun's piss as well. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> never mind. Um, later on, right after they were finished, like just hacking up mice all the time, just to like ascertain whether or not a woman's pregnant. And I wonder, like, were the women going in and then being like, oh. Oh, you're going to inject the piss into this mouse. Mm. And then the Germans like Zondek and Aschheim were like, of course. Yeah. The- and then the, and then women would be like, and what is the mouse? Then does the mouse kind of nod for yes, <laughs> no, for no, no. The mice will die. The, the mice will die. And then the woman being like, well, I mean, I suppose I could just wait a few more weeks and like, I'll you know, just see how it pans out if I feel queasy, if my tits are, no, the mice will die. <laughs> 
chop, blah. Then, right, you know, this took a this took a turn in a weird direction because mm. I would have thought, really, we're trying to get away from the mess. Yes. Yeah. Like you want to forge a method that doesn't require so much gore. Yeah, it's too annoying. Instead. Where are you going to get a mouse at such, you know. Well, they went from very small animal that presumably like wasn't majorly bleeding and stuff like that to rabbits. And then. Much harder to catch. Well, harder them. to catch. Then big, just messier to cut. Bigger, yeah. Yeah. So basically. Um, but they're probably using the feet for their stews. They're, they're, mm. They were eating them too. Of course. Well, I suppose then that's actually reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah. Whereas Mins, little the mice, warmers. all they made with the mice carcass eye were little tiny finger puppets. Oh. Yeah. Um, and so that's it. Zondek and Ashheim would act out the results of the test <laughs> with just a mouse head speared on their index finger <laughs> is, pre- is positive. I'm Zoss doing a German. Positive. I want to do a German accent. I don't care if it's in bad taste. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, so as I said, later version used rabbits instead of mice and uh, people, there was a, a kind of always tale around if you pissed on a mouse while you were pregnant. Sorry, if you pissed on a rabbit while you were pregnant, <laughs> that rabbit would die. Right, right. Now, the, there was a nugget of truth in the myth okay. because indeed, if you went to a doctor looking to find out if you were pregnant, they would inject the piss into a rabbit, then dissect the rabbit. So it definitely check would the die. ovary yes. size. And this meant... Um, death of a rabbit. Death of around 6,000 rabbits Every year. So this was happening on a kind of a local GP level. Yeah. So basically they had these things called pregnancy diagnosis station. station. Oh. <laughs> and it was just a and big it was, hutch. Uh, it was a big hutch. And a jacks. And uh, yeah. And like 6,000. That's like a, a rabbit apocalypse. It's Can I just interject for a second? I suddenly remembered that I found a gift that would suit both of you independently and it's probably the first time in history I've discovered something that both of you would love equally. And it is this woman who um, sells taxidermy pole dancing mice. Ah. So here's one called Candy. That's sexy. <laughs> yeah. Give me give. Oh, Candy. Mm. Oh, I love what she's doing with her tail there. That's yeah. very um, uh, lateral thinking. Here's one with tiny dollars on it for... for <laughs> First. Oh, I know that move. It's definitely in bad taste. Did these animals it's die? Horrendous. Oh, that's gorgeous. I mean, do they die of natural? I, well, I, I have no strong Did they feelings. die for the cause? I don't think animals are killed for taxidermy purposes. I think they are taxidermy. Oh, natural. Now, I'm about to bring another man into this equation who his research was eventually going to mean the... Um, spare the lives of thousands, countless, maybe hundreds of thousands of rabbits because he had come up with another animal that you could piss on and see if you were pregnant. Okay, <laughs> so this guy is called Lancelot Hogben <laughs> and he's a British scientist and he was living in um, South Africa or in Saharan Africa in the 1930s. You a Lancelot. You really don't meet enough of them. No. But are they just going by Lance? Still never met a Lance. I think La- when I hear maybe Lance, I think Boyle. We exactly, yes. Yeah. Or that guy from, is it Backstreet Boys? Lance Bass. Lance, Lance Bass. Sync. We have a confirmation mm. of Sync. Sync. <laughs> okay, so uh, Lancelot Hogben, living in Africa, had discovered the Xenopus a tiny palm-sized greenish-gray frog. Give a look at this. It's got claws and it comes from ponds and rivers in sub-Saharan Africa. Oh, fabulous. Um, it has been living, it had up until the 1930s been living for millions of years without anyone pissing on it. <laughs> and then Hogben, enter Hogben, talented uh, but strident zoologist. Love him. Um, yes. Uh, described as irascible by some of his peers. Had a penchant for burning professional bridges. Just like really weird details that the Atlantic article is supplying along with all the science. It's like, like just how Lancelot really couldn't get along with people and preferred to, yeah, the preferred the company of the Xenopus frog. <laughs> Um, so relatable in his career he's very focused on hormones and he did a lot of study around 
uh, injecting hormones into frogs to kind of, you know, for his research. And uh, yeah, he was very into amphibians. Very into. Well, he he found now yeah. one of his kind of feedbacks on working with frogs was that amphibians are very easy to work with. Hmm. I think the suggestion being that humans are not. Well, he's I think right. it was always a subtweet with him. He was always just subtweeting the colleagues, subtweeting all the fucking annoying academics he works with. Xenopus, really his only companion. So, yes. Do you ever hear about the hairy frog? No. This frog can break its own bones and let them protrude through their hands and Ooh. use them as knives in a fight. Oh my God. So that's where um, your man got it from. Wolverine. Yeah, probably. Mm. Okay. Uh, Hog Ben, Lancelot, so fond of the frogs and his frog friends that he spent, he named his own home Xenopus. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. It's niche. So, um, in 1930, right, while the other lads were hacking mice and rabbits to bits and all the pregnant or possible pregnant women just being like, oh, I'll just hang in there. Yeah, it's, it's I'll find out in a few weeks anyway. Uh, just gore. Texas Chainsaw Rabbit Massacre. Uh, meanwhile, Hog Ben was much more civilized over in his little um, corner of the science world, injecting the frog with different uh, little bits of like pituitary gland and hormones. And uh, they found, he found that the frog started laying eggs when different hormones were injected into it. Mm, so right. it basically was like a purely accidental finding. Um, at the time in 1930, they knew that the piss of pregnant women contained hormones. Yes. Hence why they were shooting up all these different animals with piss. Um, and that they knew that it would encourage the development of the ovaries. Remember, we already yes. said that. That's why they had, had to dissect them. So then uh, Lancelot, Hogben, was like, well, if those hormones trigger egg laying in this frog, then maybe this is a way to test for pregnancy without the massacre of animals. So. But it wasn't, the piss wasn't killing them. It wasn't killing them. And it wasn't. Like it was having a visible response instead of so the other animals there are ovaries inside them in oh, large. Sorry, that's you why would have they to needed kill them to be to killed see. to yes, see. Right. Yes. Whereas with the Xenopus, they you could just like wait for an egg, shoot him up a piss. <laughs> oh, he's laying some of his tiny eggs. Congratulations, congratulations, or commiserations. Depending. Exactly. So um, he went back to um, England after a while, and uh, they developed the. Um, idea of the frog pregnancy test um, they had to like he brought home to Africa loads and loads of his frog pals because um, they weren't indigenous to the UK yeah so then he and his colleague Charles Bellaby <laughs> um, had to kind of learn how to raise the frogs and like make sure that they reproduce and mm. were healthy were and healthy happy. and yeah and uh, they also do a lot of tests to make sure that like when they're not mating they don't, there isn't any other means for why they're doing this egg production. Do you know what I mean? Gotcha. So like, yeah, sciencey bits. No sex. Sciencey bits, sciencey bits. And then basically, right, at the same time, I love a science feud. Do you know the way, like, there's loads of different points in scientific history where similar discoveries Are becoming have been... close. Yeah, they've been made almost simultaneously yeah. and, like, really, like, separate. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, they aren't stealing each other's research. It's just like, different groups of people coming to the same realisation at the same time. I remember Bill Bryson's book, A Short History of Nearly Everything, had really good stories of that. And anyway, um, so there was a rival... A piss frog experiment going on back in South Africa. Word and got I out don't want to like shit. kind of tar Lancelot Hogbin, but you know the way like sometimes the British abroad now they do sometimes help themselves to things well, that aren't really theirs, and then they become mm, theirs. Yes, could be a touch of that. The going. British Museum. They might be at it again, as it were. Okay, we don't know. Say no more. But it's interesting that he had just left South Africa with a pocket full of frogs. And then meanwhile, back in South Africa, they were coming up with the exact same stuff that he was coming. Anyway, it led to a bitter feud. It was never truly resolved. Um, though you could say Lancelot won because the test became known as the Hogben test. Right. So he's in, he's in, he's he's in the lead. The titular 
the titular hogben. Mm. Um, so anyway, this is how they were testing for pregnancy for basically the next like 20 years. These fucking frogs. Yeah. He and said how that did they it morph was nearly into sticks. A hundred. Well, <laughs> actually, you know, the plastic casing, it's just packed with a small frog. <laughs> Just very, it's just flattened and lozenge shaped. Uh, oh, excuse me, shush. Uh, yeah, so basically apparently never got any false pre- positives. Uh, uh, only missed three actual pregnancies ever. And um, yeah. Fucking sensational self. Like frogs all the way. So um, when it became, like after a while they were like, look, it isn't that convenient to have to, inject frogs with piss is it and in the 60s they started to develop chemical tests that could search out the hg hcg hormone and then the frogs were slowly abandoned i can't believe i've never heard of this outmoded eventually fascinating it's absolutely fascinating and it was going on for years yeah totally um so that's it. big pharma just pushing it all under the curtain Pretending like they invented everything out of fresh air. No animals at all involved when actually. Lots of animals. Tons and tons of them. It was interesting because the pregnancy tests were not just kind of universally available. Yes. Okay. It was generally if there was some kind of medical um, like pressing sort of medical issue that the pregnancy that the pregnancy needed to be kind of detected and like, you know, whatever deduced early or whatever so it was still uh, not helping women mm. for the sake of helping women hmm. really do you know what I mean yeah like it wasn't in any way to do with liberating women and letting them have more autonomy it was really just kind of you know medical imperative and no other reason really yeah so um, you basically yeah the frog xenopus changed pregnancy testing fucking then, fascinating uh, yeah yeah uh, and they also, those frogs, they kind of made a, their name for themselves a bit as being like model animals to be doing testing on them. And they were used to study how cells work and how embryos develop. Do you know where they even went? Where? Frogs in space. <gasps> they put them in space. No yeah. They were also they one were of just the very, very agreeable, first. Weren't they? they were one of the very first animals to be cloned. Get out. Yeah, ever. Isn't that amazing? Next came Dolly. Next came Dolly um, and that's it. So like famous frog. Fascinating stuff. Love frogs. Would love a pet frog. Really? Yeah, I love them. Do you not think they're gorgeous? Never really gotten on board with frogs now. (laughs) To be honest, of all the animals, frogs be my least favourite. Really? Yeah. Why? Yeah. We just like... You'd, when I was younger, we used to live in Mayo and it was kind of a bit of a farmy, foresty land and there was lots of frogs and it just... It just didn't sit right They with would you. jump, out, like they you'd be sitting there and a frog would jump out. It just didn't, I didn't like the surprise element of a frog. Yeah, they are, they are. They Unexpected. Are, yes, Go they love the old fright. camouflage and wouldn't be for me. Sophie, thank you. Uh, uh, let me give you a little... Well, I tell you very oh, yeah. quickly about the guy who... Wanted to bring back the frog test. Yeah. For, I suppose. Donald Trump. <laughs> um, so this is a, an anthropologist, an artist. And so when there's creeps afoot, there'd often be a performance artist Absolutely. in the mix, as we know. So um, this performance artist, Eben Kirksey, um, in 2012, he wanted to reenact the old uh, frog test. And he'd gotten a frog, uh, befriended a frog called Loretta. Right. Loretta, what was he doing with Loretta? He'd ordered Loretta um, from a, a company that supplies animals to labs. Uh, conveniently, you can just call 1800 Xenopus <laughs> and order a, a Loretta. And um, so he had, uh, he was in New York, in Brooklyn, and he had three other people with him one of whom had recently um, gone through IVF and was taking the test like as a legitimate pregnancy test. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Kirksey's tried to stage uh, a few of these performances in recent years, um, but he has come up against a fair bit of um, kickback uh, 
One was canceled after protests from animal rights campaigners. Yes. He said uh, another one was disrupted by an audience member who tried to crash the stage and rescue the frog. Kirksey was quoted as saying, first time stealing a frog, but strangely not my first time fighting a pregnant woman. (laughs) Worrying. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. God. Thank you. (laughs) Well done. That was lovely. Oh, I love frogs. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Still weirded out by the, frogs. No, I think that that is a little fascinating part of history. Isn't it? Isn't it great to just She's not be doing that? No. no. But like you don't think about these things. And what did they do I before know. the pregnancy and test? Imagine like on and that up is to the 60s. Yeah. Yeah. That like is really wasn't. not what I anticipated they would have done. I think that I, I thought they would have just waited it out to see was yeah. there a baby in the impatience can really drive ingenuity mm. uh, thanks for listening here's a here's a creep tip for uh, the haunted tale I'm about to tell you the bot die book right we're gonna go with that the die book box that's uh, yeah it's oh. haunted Okay. I'll tell you all about it. I mean, are you going to? In the hive. Saying, in the oh, hive. in the hive. That's, like, that's her she in. in the hive. I'm teasing. That's I'm teasing her she so in. Oh, this makes no sense, though, because this will come after. However, I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. <laughs> See you over on the hive. Bye. Bye. Oh, buy the tickets to our Halloween show. Details on tolltales.ie forward slash merch. Yes, don't and forget. on our socials. This mm. is, so we have two Halloween shows coming up and the dates are... The 20, keep keep it going, 20, the 20, 26, 26, 26, 26, 27, 25th and 26th 20th of October. Yeah, 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 the the sick of tickets will be live. Go to talltales.ie forward slash merch. And we'll link it on the Instagram. It's going to be, I mean, it's Halloween, so it's Creep Christmas. It is. We want When is this costumes. episode going out? Tuesday. This is going out on Tuesday, yeah. They might already be sold out. Oh, see you there. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.